Today's show is being brought to you by contributors at Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash the education game to support the show and thanks. Hello gamers, this is Matt Barnes and on this episode we're going to be having a question and answer period with a parent about their child's education. Now, this story may not perfectly apply to you, what you're going through and kind of your situation, but what you're going to learn, you're going to learn lessons and principles that will help you learn how to become your child's head coach. We're going to help you learn how to build confident, curious learners. So if that's what you're interested in, then sit back, buckle up, and let's get to our questions and answers. I'm Matt Barnes, and this is the Education Game Podcast. This is Matt with the Education Game, and we have a caller on the line calling from Houston. And um, hello, Mom. Tell me about your issues. You've got a 14-year-old and want to talk to, me, talk to me about her motivation, right? That, that's true. Um, overall, she's been having problems to get motivated to study. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just doesn't like to study. Um, yeah. she much rather learn how to do nails and hair. Ah. Um, <laughs> And with everything going on, it's been even more difficult mm-hmm. to um, have her, you know, motivated to study. Right. And um, so, let me ask you: so she is a freshman or eighth grade? What grade? Eighth is grade. She? Eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, was this motivation problem was it showing up before COVID? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, it's just gotten yeah. worse, maybe with COVID. Yeah, it has. It has gotten worse throughout the years, I think, but we covered even more. Yeah. Uh, it did stay home for like the first part of 2021 and and that was even worse. And she really? um, she told me I need to go back. I can't I get the press here at home. You mm-hmm. know? Gotcha. So, okay. And so is she back in school now? She is. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. back in in person. Okay. And you said that she likes to do nails and hair. Anything else that she enjoys? Like if you if you were to say okay no more school, what what would she do? Yeah, that would be it. Um, or just be on her phone. Mm-hmm. Is it social media? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, no. I, I'm I'm a little worried that you know I would I would love for her to have something else like any other interest like sports or mm-hmm. like anything else. Uh, no matter what, but I feel like it's just that, you know, right. there's like no other options or choices. And, and that drives me a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I talk to a lot of parents and um, there are themes that I hear a lot. And one mm-hmm. of them is exactly what you're describing. The idea that, mm-hmm. um, you know, my daughter is doing something or my son who's doing something um, that I think is long-term, not in their best interest. Um, the challenge about that is many fold. We'll, we'll get into that in the, in the call. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, but I want to acknowledge something that one, you are calling me. So I want to just encourage you because it can be scary to be a parent. I've got three kids and it's frightening when you think that your kid is going uh, down the wrong pathway. Um, and so I, I want to acknowledge that you are the kind of mom who's willing to call some crazy bald guy and ask for some help and some coaching um, which means that you are the type of mom who's really willing to do what you can to help mm-hmm. your child. And, and frankly, most parents are like that. But I just wanted to start by encouraging you and really um, honoring your commitment to your child. 
All right. Well, thank you. And, and part of that is that I see that what's going on and what they offer us as parents is just not working. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. So no. that's probably how we got connected, how you heard some of my, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, yep, it's it's not working. Um, all right, so here, let's let's take a short-term conversation and then we need a longer-term conversation, right? Okay. So your daughter has, um, I, I will call it, dis been disengaging from traditional education probably over the course of at least a year, maybe a couple of years. You mm -hmm. mentioned that she was struggling with some of this before COVID. So that mm -hmm. means that there's something else going on. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, and that means there's going to need to be a longer term problem. In the short term, however, you've got, you, you know, you're anxious. Um, is she, how is she feeling right now, given that she's back at school? Is she still, uh, you know, feeling depressed or, or, um, uh, well, it fluctuates. Uh, mm -hmm. At the beginning last year, she had, um, um, according to her, she was bullied. Mm -hmm. So that's why she didn't want to go back to school. But then when uh, she stayed home, she got depressed. So she was like, well, I might as, go, I might as well go back. Right. And since she's, she's been back, she's been doing a lot better. Her grades are going up. And, you know, it's, it's, I was like relieved. But yeah. the last couple of weeks, uh, well, before this week that there was no school due to the um, winter storm, right. uh, she started saying that maybe she want to go back home because there's too much pressure and there's too much drama at school. And I quote. Mm. 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 So if she goes to school, she has that. But if she stay home, she gets depressed. So right. I don't, I don't know right. what to do. Okay, so goodness. So this idea of pressure and drama at school, oh my goodness gracious. Um, that is so common. In fact, yeah. I, you know, I don't think I've ever talked to a kid who has not felt pressure, bullied, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, some threat at school. And so yeah, it's so common, it just makes me sick. So yeah. So let's get back to kind of planning because that's what this call is really about. How, what do we do? Okay. So, um, and you said something really insightful. You said that if she's at home, she's depressed. If she's at school, she's kind of afraid. Uh, or, or, right. So th the question I would want to dink around with here is how do we create a third pathway for her? Right? Exactly. If home in the traditional model doesn't work and school in the traditional model doesn't work. What else is there? Um, and there's actually a ton of options out there, but okay. I need to understand before we go into some of those, I need to understand more about the context at home. Um, you mentioned, I think we were off air that you work from home. Is that a short-term thing or is that permanent? No, it's permanent. I do work okay. from home. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and is your work the type of work that allows you to, you know, take 30 minutes off here, 20 minutes off here, flex? Um, yes, like it that? does for the most part. Okay, good. So I want to want for the parents listening, the importance of having flexible work is just incredible. And I know that every parent doesn't get access to this, but when you have it, that just creates many more opportunities for for you. So in this case, mom has flexible work. So um, here is what I would ask your daughter, and I think you've already answered it, but this is what I would start with, um, sweetheart. I want you to design a day that you think would be an amazing day of learning. That's it, okay. right? 
And what she might say is, well, I would, she, she's still stuck in a traditional school kind of my mindset. And so she might mm -hmm. say, well, I'd only go to English class for 20 minutes because I don't like English class. And then I, I would, you know, I'd be in art class for, for an hour because I like art. But then when I go to math class, I would, you know, she, she would still probably be in that mindset. And, and what I would encourage you is to, is to coach her to say, no, 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 I'm not saying school. I'm saying a, a learning day that would be amazing for you, that you would really enjoy. Okay. As you ask that question, you're going to need to understand that she may answer it in ways that you don't like. Okay. <laughs> she might say, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to spend four hours doing hair, right? She might say that. Yeah. And what we are now talking about now is what I call the learning leadership graph, which I have a picture of it behind me. I can show you another time. But the idea here is that every parent wants at some point for their child to be able to make their own decisions and to make good decisions that are their decisions. And then the parent can actually step back and play more of a coaching role. Right. And that's really what we're kind of getting at here is she's saying that she's interested in doing nails and in doing hair. You're saying those things are not going to get you to college or get you the life that you might mm -hmm. want for her. And there's that tension. There's that, that's right. the, and now she goes to school and the school says, here's your assignment that you have to do, which has nothing to do with her interests. And it's really hard to keep doing something over and over again that has nothing to do with your interests. Exactly. Right? So that's kind of my, you know, having talked to a lot of parents and kids, that's usually what's going on. They're doing work. They don't see any purpose for. Frankly, mm -hmm. a lot, I've talked to a lot of teachers, by the way, who say, yeah, a lot of the stuff we assign it's, it has no value at all. It's purposeless, right? Um, and I, you know, very intelligent people who argue that, you know, after, after eighth grade math, uh, additional math should be optional, right? Very mm -hmm. learned people who say this. And so, um, but my point here is that mom, you, you're gonna need to wrestle with something, which is what your definition of success is. Mm -hmm. um, if your definition of success is your daughter going to college or getting a career, um, then you're going you're gonna to push her that way. If your definition of success is a little broader, which what I would argue might be what I would encourage you to think about, definition of success that includes things like um, joyful, um, um, uh, doing work that she really enjoys, um, a person of high character, a person who is connected to family and community, a person who is mission-oriented and purposeful. Mm -hmm. Those are some of your definitions. And then school sometimes can actually work against it. Um, right. And the things that your daughter might be showing interest in, there may be something there that actually creates opportunity for her. So here, let me, let me, let me back up. So um, having had these conversations with other parents, here's kind of the, the two choices that you, mom, I think you have. One, okay. you kind of keep pushing your daughter. And you kind of keep driving her and saying, you know, more grades, better grades, et cetera. I've never seen a situation where more pressure on the child actually leads to better outcomes, right? Have you? I agree 100%. Yeah. So, so really that, that strategy is kind of dead in the water. At yeah. the same time, I've also not seen many examples where the parent just disengages and says, okay, kid, you do what you want to do. And that work either. The child still needs adult support, guidance, coaching, 
And that's what you hopefully bring, can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there's this question of what, what do we do with that time? Um, and I think it goes back to the question you ask your, your daughter, what would you do if you had freedom to make your decisions about how this day looks? And if she says, and maybe you've been suggested, what if you did nails all day long? What if you did hair all day long? Is that the day that you would really enjoy? You may see a smile show up on her face. And what I would suggest is if that is one of the things that causes her to be kind of joyful, then I would say, all right, let's negotiate, daughter. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's see how much you can get of the things that you need and, and want, but also some of the things that I think you're going to need too. Because as an adult, I've seen kids who may not know how to read very well or may not know how to do basic math very well. Those kids actually get into trouble. So what you would be negotiating is the things that she enjoys and loves and is passionate about and the things that you need, you realize that she may need to build up. And those may be very traditional learnings, things like reading, writing, and problem solving, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you have that conversation and she says, nails, hair, um, that would be, that's what she would want to do. Would you be okay negotiating with her around a couple of other areas uh, for her to learn. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And and this also, by the way, is uh, as the children age up, we also move into a more of a, a negotiating role anyway, because she's 14 in, you know, in a year and a half, she's going to be driving. You're going to be negotiating every day around, you know, access to the car, uh, how late she can stay out, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So now we're in the process of trying to help her learn how to negotiate and to be a good negotiator. You get some of the things you're looking for, mom. She gets some of the things that she's looking for and you both can be happy in there. All right, so now what I would wanna do is have another conversation with you after the conversation that you have with your daughter, right? Because if she says, again, nails and hair, then there's a conversation we should have around, okay, how do you build a learning plan that helps her learn how to do nails and hair, but also keeps her options open? Because at 14, she doesn't know. Exactly. And frankly, at four, and frankly, at 40 years old, I didn't know what I was really put on this earth to do, right? <laughs> I'm 49, I have a good sense about it now, finally. Um, and it's this, by the way. So, so why don't you do this? Have that conversation uh, and, and, and start to create a vision okay. with her about what types of things that she would like to do and what types of things that you think still are important for her. And then call me back. And then we will talk about what it might look like to begin to transition out of a traditional learning environment. Because if she's now stuck in a situation where she's unhappy at school and unhappy in a traditional home school structure, then what we're really now talking about is creating a third way, which is not at school, not in a traditionally structured home environment, but in something different outside of school. And, uh, and there's so many different op- opportunities that are out there for that child. Um, here's one more thing that I'm going to ask you to do before we talk again. I want you to buy the book or the audio book called, um, um, college without high school. Okay. Okay. So this is a guy named Blake Bowles, who I just interviewed actually this morning. He, he's written several books on, uh, learning differently and learning and preparing yourself to be a different type of adult than what schools usually prepare you for. But his most recent book is called... 
Why are you still sending your kids to school? I would order that book today. Um, if you are an uh, audiobook reader like I am, immediately start on it because what okay. it will start to give you is a sense of the problems of school, but also how you can create a completely different type of learning for your daughter or help your daughter to create it for herself that, pre that prepares her for her adult life. And, and I'm not suggesting here for a moment that she will or won't go to college, but sure. I am suggesting that pushing her further right now in the way that mostly schools do, that's not going to lead to anything um, uh, other than just more drama, uh, more heartache, more relational stress between you and her. Um, yeah. So, so would you be willing to, to have another conversation? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So, the, so your action items are again, to have this conversation daughter, and I would recommend you do it, you know, on a Saturday morning, I mean, go to breakfast or make a nice, you know, pancake breakfast for her and mm -hmm. say, listen, sweetheart, I'd like to talk to you. I want you to think, dream for a moment. What would it, what would that day look like? A, a day of learning that you just would love, right? And if she says, again, grades, classes, things like that, say, no, 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 go beyond learning. What? Yeah, learning, 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 not school, all right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first number. The second thing is to get uh, that book. Why are you skill, still sending your kids to school? And immediately okay. begin reading it and read as quickly as you can so that you can start having some sense that there is a, a, a life beyond the school, okay? Now I'm gonna do one, I'm gonna ask you to do one more thing. This is number mm -hmm. three. I'm gonna send you a, a, a um, YouTube video that I made called a dream map, which might help you with the first conversation with your daughter. The dream oh, map, I, I, did you see I've that? Seen, yeah. Okay, so that's another way that you might allow the daughter to imagine a life uh, differently than what a school is usually kind of programming the child. So. Okay. Yeah, so that first conversation could be about the dream map or it could be about the, the beautiful learning day. But either way, you, you want her to start to imagine a different way of learning in a different- Kind of the same concept though. Yes, good, 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 good. Okay, so um, when you have that, uh, I'll send you, if off air, I'll give you my cell phone number and you just text me and then we'll, okay. jump, we'll jump on the phone soon thereafter, hopefully in the next day or two after so that we can then take the next moves. Does that sound okay? Sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So um, uh, a tribute to you. Thank you for your commitment to your child. Thanks for calling me. Um, I know this is not easy sometimes to have, have this kind of conversation, but I hope that you feel a little bit more encouraged that, that you feel like there's actually opportunity and hope um, and a plan that we can build together for your child. I do. I really do because I don't want to keep doing something that doesn't work, you know? Yeah. 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 Thank you for much for doing this. I really appreciate that. It's my pleasure. Okay, mom, off air, we just spoke and, and uh, I asked the question, do you feel comfortable um, having this conversation with your daughter? And you said? I said, most definitely, but I just want you to, to know that my definition of success is, is much uh, broader than uh, my daughter's dad. And we, yeah. we don't agree on the definition of success whatsoever. So mm. that adds another level of complexity to this issue. Yep. So we need to talk a little bit more about it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I didn't ask that uh, at the beginning. I should have. Okay. So again, super, super common um, that mom, dad have different visions about what success looks like. And that's whether or not 
you guys are together or apart. I mean, there's so many times I've talked to parents who, who, you know, live in the same household and they have completely different views of what success looks like. So tell me, what do you think he would define as success for, for his daughter? Well, he have already said, you know, you need to graduate high school and go to college and become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. plain and simple. I'm the kind of person that said, you know, I want you to, yeah, you know, have knowledge and everything, finish high school. But if college is not for you, there's plenty of things you can do other than than that. You know, and if you really want to do hair and nails, you can be successful doing that. Maybe probably not at the beginning, but if you really, you know, do a good job, eventually you'll get to a point that you're, you know, real good and, and all that, you know, because I am the kind of person that really likes, you know, education and college and, and I'm more academic oriented than her. But, you know, I spent many, many years uh, studying and he ended up doing something completely different. So, you know, it's just, it it, it depends. Yeah. So where, where do you think um, her dad, where do you think that's coming from? Why, why he has that definition? What's, what's the motivation behind it? Do you think? Um, His dad was a doctor, you Mm. know, it was the whole come to America to do, um, do good and be better, you know, be better. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's some history in, in his family that says that if you're not a doctor or, uh, you know, a high income earner. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. It's, then, it really yeah. is about money. Yeah. 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 Well, that is again, unfortunately pretty common. Here's the, what I usually say to families. If I were talking to him, I would say, um, you know, I want you to pick one of the following three options for your child that one, they go to a fantastic college and get an amazing degree Two, they have an amazing career, very lucrative uh, career or three, they are a person of extremely high character. Pick one of those three for your daughter. High character. Right. And every parent picks high character because we know that when you have a person of high character, they are going to make their career work. If college is in the works for them, is is in the plans for them, they'll make it work because they're a person of high character. And a high person of high character is a person who, yes, works hard, but a person also who understands who they are, understands their own passions, understands their own desires, and knows how to manage themselves. And so, when you are a a, a young person who who doesn't get the opportunity to manage yourself, you really don't have the chance to practice character. You, you just do what, what you're told to do. Exactly. Um, and, and I've seen way, I've seen way too many folks. I mean, I've worked with a lot of these folks who, who follow that conveyor belt to college and to a career. And then after a, a few months or a few years in that career, they say, this is terrible. I hate doing this work. Right. And, but they're saddled with debt. So they have to continue doing the work um, or they completely abandon the work and they go and do something that w- they would have done anyway, had, had they've had the freedom to do, you know, uh, do so in high school. So, um, so, but for parents who have this kind of um, uh, disagreement, then the only way forward in my view are two options. One is you, you begin a dialogue with the ex and I'm not sure if that's possible. I don't know what your relationship is like, but that dialogue would be something along the lines of, um, do you think that by pushing your daughter that it's going to actually work? Do you think that she's going to now magically turn into a, a student um, 
and go to college and become an A student in college and then become a doctor just because the parents pushed them to do so. Right? That would be the first question that I would ask. And some parents say yes, because that's what she has to do. And others are more reasonable and say, yeah, it probably doesn't make sense. So the first option is to have a conversation with, um, with your uh, ex. If that's not possible, then the second one really is to have a conversation with your daughter, right? She's, a four, she's 14. She's, she's much more woman than she is girl at this point. Yes. Um, and in fact, heck, 150 years ago, she might be married at this point, right? She may have a I child, and, right? So she's, she's definitely a woman. Uh, we don't treat her like that in our society, unfortunately. Right. Um, but I would have a conversation with your daughter about, listen, I'm here as your mom to help you become the person, the language I use is the person that God made you to be. And I don't know mm -hmm. what that is, right. um, but I want to have a negotiation with you around what do you think God is leading you towards? And what do I, some of the things I think that uh, God needs you to be prepared for, depending on how he might direct you in the future. And so with that conversation, you're really saying, okay, daughter, you're in charge or you're becoming in charge of your life. And you also might say to her, listen, you know, your dad and I don't agree. And so you'll have to figure out how to manage that. But I'm going to be a supporter of you uh, into de developing into the person that you believe God is calling you to be. And character is far more important to me than your, your grades or your, um, your college degree or your, or your career path. So that's, that's the only, only two paths where I can see that actually makes sense. And um, it's an unfortunate reality, but it's very common um, how, how, do, how does that sound or feel uh, in terms of, you know, options for you? Well, uh, uh, having a conversation like that with dad, it's, I tried it and it's just, I don't think it works. Yeah, yeah. But I did have a conversation with her saying, look, we just don't agree. Yeah. This is how I look at it. This is how your dad looks at it. And you're growing and, you know, you're going to have choices and that is going to, I feel like if you have choices, you're more empowered. She she gets to choose, yes. and I'm there. I'm there for her to try to help her make the, the best decision. Yes, yes. So that's really how I look at it. Yeah, I, I. So it sounds like you've already had that conversation. That's very wise. Um, and again, uh, it's normal. It's very common to have these kind of dynamics. Um, okay. Well, I'll throw another option. And this, no one's ever taken me up on this, but if you think that he would be willing to talk with me, I'd be happy to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him. And I can share with him all sorts of data and information and kind of my conversations with the kids. Um, sometimes over five or six years where the parents are like pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and the child just continues to de, uh, disengage because nobody can push a child to do anything uh, that, that they don't want to do for long. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, okay. So um, hang in there about that. That's very difficult. It always is. But as you have already said, your daughter is becoming empowered to make decisions for herself. At some point soon, she's going to have to make all the decisions for herself and you're helping her in, 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 in getting prepared for that. So good for Absolutely. you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So call me back. Let me know about uh, your conversation with your daughter. And then, uh, and, and the book that you, uh, you know, you're assigned reading <laughs> your okay. homework. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll take the next step of developing a plan and probably have your daughter on the line as well to kind of 
frame out what a learning plan might look like. It might involve school, it might not, but that'll be a conversation we can have in the next go, the next, next go around, okay? All right, sounds wonderful. Great, great. Mom, keep up the great work. Uh, last thing, hug your daughter, pray about, pray over her, a hedge of protection about her. All the advice I give, there's nothing better than hugging and praying for your daughter. So make sure you do those two things, okay? Amen. All right, <laughs> good deal. Okay, well, we'll talk to you uh, when, you, when, you, uh, when you're when you ready to, to come back to me, all right? Okay. Good deal. Will do. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, gamers, I hope you took away some lessons, lessons that are going to help you play that head coach role a little bit better. So this call today was an example of a conversation that we have every week, really every day. So if you have questions or ideas that you want to run past me or doctors, I ask you to go to our website, theeducationgame.com backslash contact and schedule a conversation with us. We'd be happy to talk through this with you, whatever your question might be. We're here to put you back in charge of your child's education and to help you develop a learning plan that works for your child. So thanks for listening to the Education Game Podcast, and we will see you here next time.